Tim, Exposure Ninja, SEO tools, help me. It's a common question. We all use SEO and digital marketing tools, whether we're working client side, agency side, freelancer, whatever. And in this episode, we're going to be looking at some of our favorite SEO tools. And we might even have a little bit of friendly competition between them as well. SEO tools are vital for whether it's analyzing huge amounts of data or doing research, digging into what your competitors are doing, even just keeping track of the changes on your website. SEO tools and digital marketing tools more generally are vital if you're going to leverage the time that you have available. We've used a whole bunch of different tools across loads of different categories, and today we're going to be sharing some of our favorites. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name's Tim Cameron Kitchen, and I'm Head Ninja at Exposure Ninja, which is a digital agency. We help our clients get more leads and sales from their website, and that is exactly what this podcast is here to do for you. Now, as I said at the start, we're going to be looking at some SEO and digital marketing tools today. There's a video that we just published on our YouTube channel called the Best SEO Tools Ranked Tier List. So we do a tier list where you rank the all these different tools from like super ninja to absolute total sludge and we have a bit of fun with it so if you want to watch the video version of that and you can go on our youtube channel just search for exposure ninja tier list and i'm sure you'll find it but today what i've done is i've broken down these tools into different categories so we've got some tools that will help with research and analysis we've got some tools that will help with content creation some that will help with measuring site performance uh, automated spot checking and site optimization, and then just a general category at the end. We're going to talk through some of the best tools that we've found in each category, some of the pros, some of the cons, and hopefully if you're into SEO or digital marketing, you'll pick up a few useful tools that you can add to your own toolbox. So the first category we're going to look at today is research and analysis tools. Now this is a category that is now dominated by what I call the super tools. These huge, broad digital marketing, I mean, they started off as SEO tools, they've broadened into digital marketing tools that can help you with all manner of different tasks. Now, first on the list is Ahrefs. This is a sort of SEO suite of tools, if you like. They've got keyword research covered. There's a good website auditor in there. You can do rank tracking as well. So tracking how your ranking is progressing over time. There's link research too. Now, Ahrefs, a pretty good SEO suite of tools and very, very popular out there. It's not the top one I would use because despite being an SEO super tool, actually it's been surpassed by another tool which has not just SEO stuff in there, but also paid search, uh, display and shopping, as well as even social media and things like brand mentions as well. So we'll cover that a little bit later, but it's a very popular tool uh, for people that really want to get to grips with their SEO. There's also an alternative called SE Ranking, and this is a similar sort of SEO suite, mainly focused on SEO. Um, we actually love this. We use it at Exposure Ninja. It sort of plays a similar game to Ahrefs. Um, and we got a subscription. We use it for tracking our clients' rankings. The only niggle is that some of the, uh, the historic rankings interface isn't great. But one of the great things about SE Ranking, as well as being really responsive because they're a smaller company, um, so customer services tend, tends to be pretty good. Uh, also, they charge a lot less than some of these other, you know, huge tools. 
Um, so SE ranking is definitely one to check out. If you're looking for an SEO super tool, uh, you can actually get a free trial at bestninjatool.com. We negotiated that with them for you. That's not publicly available. So bestninjatool.com is where you can check out SE ranking. But my absolute pick of the super tools is SEMrush. I'll give you a metaphor for what I, my love of SEMrush, right? There's a, there's a restaurant near us uh, called The Juice Smith. I live in Cobham. Um, in Surrey and there's a restaurant called The Juice Smith and it's a vegan restaurant but not the sort of vegan restaurant you know where everyone's wearing bare feet and you know no one washes their hair it's, it's vegan restaurant but they don't you know they don't preach about it right anyway the food is stunning it's amazing I've got a sweet tooth and a savory tooth they cater to both it's absolutely amazing and I always say to my wife th mad things like if I was in prison as long as The Juice Smith is doing the catering I'm happy right <laughs> I wouldn't mind Similar thing with SEMrush, right? If I was in SEO tool prison or even digital marketing tool prison and I could only use one tool for the rest of my life, I had to run all of the campaigns with one single tool, it would be SEMrush. It is a powerhouse. Not only does it have massively powerful SEO suite, but it's also got a whole bunch of stuff for like paid search. You've got display and shopping in there as well. You've got all sorts of site auditors. Pretty much whatever you would want to do with digital marketing, SEMrush has some sort of functionality which helps. Um, it is incredible. The absolute beast in my mind, the God tool. Um, so yeah, big fan of that. Now, it's not the cheapest, as you would imagine, for this amount of functionality. Again, we've negotiated a free trial that you can use if you want to have a play with it for 30 days. Thank you, ninjas.com. Thank you, ninjas. Dot com if you want to check out the free trial but SEMrush absolute beast it's my go-to all day every day it must log in you know 50 times a day sick okay another great tool for research analysis is a little chrome plugin called keywords everywhere this is a really nifty one and not many people know about it basically it gives you keyword search volume and trends data while you browse the internet so anywhere that has keywords so you know if you're on amazon or if you're on google or you're on youtube you can, you know, when you type in a particular search term, it shows you in a sidebar, it maps it nicely to the page. Uh, things like how much people are spending per click, uh, what search volume is like, related keywords, and a little graph showing you the trend data over time. Really, really cool. Sometimes I just leave, because I'm an absolute geek, sometimes I just leave keywords everywhere on, even while I'm just going about my everyday behavior. Because as digital marketers and SEOs, it can be really useful to just start thinking like, a normal, you know, trying to understand how people search, right? So when you're on Amazon or you're on YouTube, for example, and you're searching for videos, you can see related things that people are searching and it just helps you to understand how people are thinking, how people organize their thoughts and how they enter searches. So it's a nice little tool for if you're doing research and you want to work out what sort of topics to write about or what phrases that you might want to be targeting, but it's also just a good way of understanding how people use devices. So that's keywordseverywhere.com. And now I wanted to give an honorable mention to Majestic. Uh, Majestic SEO um, at majestic.com is a is primarily a domains and, and link authority tool. So in many ways, Majestic has been a little bit left behind by the super tools, right? Because it started as just links like some of these other tools did. And whereas the other tools have added loads of functionality over time, Majestic is basically just links. Now, it's always considered the boss of links analysis. So if you wanted to understand link profiles, you wanted to do competitor link research and stuff, Majestic was considered the boss. And in some ways, it still is. It claims to have the largest link database. It's got uh, trust factor and uh, sorry, trust flow and citation flow, TF and CF, 
these are the proprietary metrics and we'll use Majestic for precisely that reason because it's the only way of getting TF and CF. Uh, which are measures of you know volume of links and the um, the kind of topical relevance of those links as well. It's not really like it. You you must have it right because SEO is so much more than links and tools like Semrush have such fantastic link data anyway. Not really a necessity that you have to have Majestic. Just in a similar way as you know Moz Site Explorer. Yes, it owns the domain authority metric, which is very much industry standard, but. It's definitely not the best link tool out there. And with these other super tools having so much other data and other info, having to pay for like both of them if you're only working on your own site is a bit overkill. So at Exposure Ninja, we use Majestic and we have it so that we can use TF and CF, but it's really not kind of required if you like. So these are some of the, my favorite research analysis tools. Um, let's move over to content creation. Whether you're writing blogs or long form pieces or you're writing for knowledge base or content hub or even writing for social, it helps to understand how people are thinking, what people are searching for. So a couple of different tools which basically do a similar thing also asked and answer the public. Now both of these tools help you identify the questions that people are asking. These are often great topics to, um, to, to, to write about because you can get people who are in the buying journey, they're somewhere in the funnel, you can write content that gets ranked for those phrases, and then you can get them on your website and you can convert them to a softer call to action. So also asked, you type in a topic and very quickly, like it works almost instantly, it gives you questions that people are asking. It doesn't give you loads of them, which is a downside of also asked, but it does give you them very quickly, which is the positive. Answer the public, is similar. Now it gives you loads of questions, but it's really super slow to load. And that might only be a minor niggle. If you only need to use it once, then it's absolutely fine. But if you're using it on a daily basis, yeah, I hate to think how many hours a day are wasted around the world waiting for, you know, people waiting for Answer the Public to load. So pretty cool. Try also ask.com and answerthepublic.com. Both do a sort of similar thing, although Answer the Public will give you more info. Another great content creation tool is Surfer SEO. So Surfer SEO basically helps you work out what you'll need to write in your content in order to get it ranked. So it claims to use AI to do this. I mean, that's a little bit of a stretch. You see like content creation AI, you think, wow, this machine is just going to write all my content for me and get it ranked. It's not quite like that. The, the tool isn't going to do your work, but it's going to help you identify which headings you need, um, what sort of length you need to be thinking about. So it's really decent. We use it for our clients. We find it to be a really good tool. But remember, it's not going to do your work for you. You still got to put the hard yards in. And with all of these things, you have to trust your own research ahead of any tool, right? Don't just do what the tool tells you to do. Don't forget anytime you see a little green indicator, you're not trying to please the tool, you're trying to please Google and searchers. So that's my caveat on all this type of stuff. Another great tool for content creation, Google Trends. Now, Google Trends is one of those tools that often gets overlooked um, because it's, you know, everybody knows about it. We all know that we can go to Google Trends and see how particular topics are doing over time. But where Google Trends can be really useful for content creation is looking at the relative popularity of different terminology. So for example, you can see that one phrase for something is going up whilst, uh, you know, the, the previous term used to describe that is going down, okay? Copy versus content, for example. People say content a whole lot these days. That sort of thing can be really useful to see in Google Trends. Google Trends can also help you with your initial research to look at things like seasonality. So when we're working with a new client or in a new business or industry that we've not worked in before, we'll use Google Trends 
to understand what the search volumes are looking like over time, which can give us a bit of an indication about seasonality. We'll then overlay this with our projections to make sure, for example, if a business is really uh, you know, seasonal around Christmas, we're not expecting to like grow traffic consistently in January compared to Christmas, knowing that Christmas is going to be their big peak. So Google Trends is an underrated tool for content creation and also just generally setting digital marketing goals. Okay, let's talk about measuring site performance. We're going to talk about Google Search Console first, even though everyone is pretty much using it already. Um, it's the only place where you can get Google's actual data about the phrases and the volumes that your site is showing up for. So what, what are people actually searching? How many of those searches have you got impressions for? This is the only place you can get it. Now, Google Search Console is not a fantastic tool by any means. It's a classic Google thing. It looks like no designer has ever been anywhere near it. They don't try and make it as useful as they could. You have to look at analytics for some things. You have to look at Google Search Console. You have to kind of match them together but it is the only place that you can get that performance data. Also, it's really useful to see what sort of errors Google is seeing on your site and things like that. So Google Search Console, you absolutely have to use. Now there is a tool called Big Metrics, which basically aims to turn Google Search Console data into actionable insights. The jury is pretty split on big metrics. Some people are like, yes, great, it's a time saver. It shows me loads of in-depth data. Some people are like, yeah, just I just want to go to the raw stuff. I just want to be able to hunt around myself if they understand how to run and how to drive inside Google Search Console. So for me, I'll always go straight to Google Search Console. But some people like big metrics, uh, which is like a thing that you can overlay. So that's at bigmetrics.io. Another really useful tool for measuring site performance, actually two tools. We're going to have a bit of a shootout here. GT Metrics, which is all about site speed, and Google Page Speed Insights, which is also all about site speed. Now, these are useful for different reasons. GT Metrics gives you loads of data and it will show you waterfall data. So it will show you how your site is loading over time and what the dependencies are on each resource, which helps you actually optimize for speed. Page Speed Insights will give you some data and it will give you some info but it's extremely slow and really confusing. I really do have a problem with how Google runs some of these tools because bearing in mind that most people who are running their websites aren't necessarily experts in the terminology and all this digital marketing lingo that's out there, Google PageSpeed Insights makes virtually no attempt to be understandable by an audience. The Core Web Vitals, the names for the data is massively confusing for the average person. And then PageSpeed Insights has kind of mirrored data. So at the top of it, you've got all your Core Web Vitals and then you've got a repeat of some of this data underneath, but the numbers are completely different and it doesn't do a particularly good job of explaining it. So for the average person, Google PageSpeed Insights is a freaking nightmare. But again, because it is the data, the impression that Google has on your website, you have to use it to understand how you're doing with Core Web Vitals. So you can't avoid it, you've got to use it, but GT Metrics is for most websites a much more useful speed optimization tool. Okay, let's talk about automated um, spot checking and auditing. This is quite an interesting category and not many people think about it. So unless you're on your website all day, every day, and you're optimizing and you're checking your ranking, you're checking your performance, you're checking all your stats, then it can happen where something goes wrong on the site and you don't know for a day or a couple of days. Let's say, for example, that someone no indexes your homepage. Well, you might not pick up on that for a little while. That's where these sorts of apps that we're going to talk about now come in because they can crawl through your site. They can make sure that if anything goes wrong, you get notified by email, by Slack, by, you know, if this, then that triggers, whatever. 
you know, a big waving hand shows up at your house. These apps help with that. So the first of these is Content King. So this gives you alerts if something's broken on your site. It also logs the changes that are made on your website so that if you notice an improvement or a decrease in your rankings, you can go back and try and work out what change has led to that based on the timings. So when we're working on client campaigns, we keep a record of everything that we're doing for a client and when we're doing it. So we can then correlate to, oh, right, this made this happen or we changed this meta and their click-through rate improved from search. If you're not doing that, and that is a lot of admin, then Content King can be quite useful. It can keep track of things like changes to your robots files and all this type of stuff that you might not otherwise check and otherwise see. Another tool sort of in this vein is Little Warden. Um, this is the same sort of ballpark as, as Content King keeps an eye on your site to check for anything that breaks. Now we use Little Warden for client sites. It's a bit more agency focused um, and the pricing and stuff is more for agencies like for keeping an eye on multiple sites. It works for us. So both of those worth checking out, contentkingapp.com and littlewarden.com. Okay, um, a few little site optimization softwares to consider. The first is HTTP status at httpstatus.io. This is a really, really simple um, browser-based tool. Uh, you'll rarely use this, but when you need it, it's really useful and it's free. And what this allows you to do is check your website's redirects, okay? So you'll sometimes get an issue where you need to check what sort of redirect is happening or if you know you load up your site and it's just a white screen and you're like what, what on earth is going on throw it into httpstatus.io and it will show you the redirects that are going on and can help you identify what might be broken so it's really simple not much more to say about it other than free you can't really beat it the next tool for site optimization is screaming frog it's like a desktop thing so you download the app and it's actually screaming frog seo spider is the name for it so you can go to screamingfrog.co.uk forward slash seo hyphen spider great little tool it looks so out of date it gives you strong napster vibes when you're loading it but it's a great way of getting an overall picture of how a site is structured and you know let's say that you wanted to bulk analyze all the metadata on a site for example the page titles and meta descriptions well, Screaming Frog allows you to do that. You can see how many characters each is. Um, you can see which uh, status codes each page has. You can. It, it just allows you to crunch all this data en masse. Particularly if you've got a large site, this is a really useful way of scraping through all that stuff. I actually don't know how we would survive without Screaming Frog. It is really, really useful. So go and check out Screaming Frog if you don't already. Next up, we've got a couple of WordPress plugins. So these are the ones that we see most commonly, the ones that we use most commonly on WordPress sites. I'm gonna rattle through them because if you're not using WordPress, this bit is totally irrelevant for you. The first is Rank Math. So they've, last few years, I guess, we've seen much, much more sites using, uh, many, many more sites using Rank Math. This was a space that was previously dominated by Yoast and all-in-one SEO pack, but Rank Math have somehow managed to find a, a space in this market. Now, most WordPress SEO plugins basically do the same things. They allow you to change stuff in the backend, things like page titles, your metas, take control of your sitemap. I do stuff like submit to uh, Search Console. You can also often use some sort of auditing feature to see how well optimized your site is, although I've got some opinions on those. Um, that's basically what they do. And then they all try and add in some additional functionality so they can charge on a freemium model. And Rank Math is exactly the same. So it'll allow you to do things like track your rankings over time, which can be really useful. It'll also help you with things like content audits as well, score your content for optimization. It's pretty good. Um, it's pretty good. 
Uh, it's got some fancy features, so check out Rank Math if you're looking for fancy features. Uh, the other one to mention is Yoast. Everyone pretty much knows Yoast who's, who's in WordPress. My main problem with Yoast is just the sheer amount of confusion that it causes to inexperienced SEOs. So people optimize their sites trying to get these little green scores in the Yoast plugin for optimization of a particular page. But the trouble is that green score is based on some really basic and fundamental and sometimes mistaken things. So if you put the wrong keyword in or you put the plural keyword in or you put a keyword variation in, all of a sudden your optimization score can look red even though your page is actually pretty well optimized for a, you know, a different version of that keyword. So it can be quite confusing. I wish they would remove the red, orange and green indicators. Just forget about the traffic lights altogether and just optimize your site based on good SEO principles and you'll be absolutely fine. But Yoast is pretty solid. Okay, next we have the other category. These are just general apps that may or may not be useful to you uh, depending on what you're doing. The first of these is hunter.io. So this is really useful if you want to find email addresses for link building. So let's say that you're on, you want to get on um, a particular website, but you can't find the email addresses of anybody who works for that business. Well, you can go to hunter.io, you can stick in the website address and it will give you a list of all of the emails that they've got for that business, for that website. Pretty useful tool. Can save you a whole bunch of time, particularly if you're looking for a certain person, rather than having to find their Twitter account and go and look for in their bio for their email or hunt them out on LinkedIn or whatever, it just gives you. So it's basically just a database. You got 25 free searches per month and then you can pay after that. So hunter.io, pretty useful for link building. Uh, another pretty useful tool that fits in this other category is TubeBuddy. This is useful if you want to get ranked on YouTube. So TubeBuddy is basically, it's almost like a mini SEMrush, but for YouTube. So it allows you to uh, work out what sort of video topics are doing well. It allows you to look at people's audiences and gives you all sorts of ratios and metrics about how big certain channels are. Um, now, a lot of the topic research, actually you can cover using Keywords Everywhere, the little Chrome plugin we talked about earlier. Uh, but if you wanna go a bit more in depth with YouTube, then TubeBuddy can be a good one to play with. So there you have it, our list of SEO and digital marketing tools. Hope you found this useful. Don't forget, if you want some help with your digital marketing, the team here at Exposure Ninja offer a free website and marketing review. And when we do this review, we will put your site through all of these different, well, not all of them, that'll be absolutely mental. We'll be putting your site through some of these tools to give you our analysis of your site's performance the opportunities in your space and your competitors as well. So you can get this free website and marketing review from the team here at Exposure Ninja. If you go to ExposureNinja.com forward slash review, click the button. Don't forget to say in your form when you apply for your review that you found us through the podcast so we know where to attribute your juicy details to. Um, but uh, that's it for this week. So I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review if you'd be so kind. See you next week.